Johnson for keeping it GED, and I'm alongside my main man, as always, AJ Ryder. Say what's up, AJ. All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? All right, great. Now, first things first, AJ, let's just tell everybody if you're listening to it out there, please, whatever thing you're listening to it on, whatever platform it might be, whether it be Spotify, YouTube, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iTunes, I'm going to go through them all. I don't care. Whatever you listen to, hit that subscribe button. We're on a lot now, huh? Yeah, we are. I know. Like worldwide. I guess everything's worldwide on the World Wide Web. That's a nice. WWW thing. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. So hit that subscribe button. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We got a lot of views, but no comments. And no really likes. Hit those hit those things. I used to not as well until I started doing this. So I get I get it totally. But this is what will help us keep going. We have a lot of great ideas that we'll go over that we want to do. It's a lot of fun for us. Hopefully it's fun for you. Hit that subscribe button, whatever you listen to. Please, it'll help us out a lot. And with that being said, let's go right to AJ Ryder. What's up, my man? How you doing? What up, what up, what up? We should just do some sort of contest where the 1,000th uh, subscriber will give them $1,000. Okay. I don't you know if you that. can tell I'll that, be... but that's from my pocket. I'll, I'll make that uh, offer right now. It, it, okay. There you go. You heard it from AJ Rogers' pocket, $1,000. <laughs> we're, we're, we're at the point where we're just going to, like, not strong arm people. I'm gonna have to take out a loan to do people. that. But yeah, yeah, you'll be paying forty percent interest on that for the next thirty-five years. He'll default though, so it's fine. Yeah, it's all good. A- anyway, so AJ, let's go right into it right away. Let's go into week three. Let's talk about it. Well, I mean, there's one thing I can say. The Danny Dimes era has begun in New York. How exciting was that? I mean, he played an absolutely unbelievable ball game, which they should have lost at no fault to him. Uh, but it was great to see them miss that field goal there at the end of the game, giving New York a lot of uh, a lot of confidence. It was really cool. Um, young guy like that coming out and getting a victory the way they did and him playing as well as he did and looking as good as he did. Man, he really now, did. You're, you're from not too far from, not from, you're in not too far from Tampa Bay as we speak. How was the, how is it down there for those fans or do you not see many of them being in Florida? Uh, most people didn't want to talk about it, the ones that I know. <laughs> All right, well, understandable. I, I probably wouldn't either. Um, great. Um, yes, Danny Dimes, we talked about it. We both actually said, full disclosure, especially since you can go back and listen to it, the Just only thing we were worried about was his first start. And it was his first start. And, hey, he looked great. Good for the Giants. They must be happy about that. It was Tampa Bay. Let's see what happens. But it's pretty. It's it's, it's a pretty good thing for them. 
And that was your big take from last week. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the big ones uh, after Breeze, Roethlisberger going down, Bridgewater comes in, gets the win against a kind of struggling but still very talented Seahawks team. Uh, Mason Rudolph couldn't, however, lift the Steelers up as the 49ers. Uh, I still think that's going to be a team that's going to be a lot better than what they did once they give them a little time. Uh, that How about this? The Chicago Bears won for me last week. I called You're it on Monday Chicago Night Football. Bears. Your Chicago Bears. Larry Ditka somewhere is smiling. Larry Ditka is going to was going insane on Monday night with the reincarnated Sid Luckman, uh, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, finally throwing a touchdown pass, not to mention three of them, uh, which I think just shows you really how bad that Redskins defense is uh, when yeah. Mitch Trubisky throws three touchdowns in a quarter against you. Um, he looked really good on that last uh, touchdown to Gabriel there right before the half, and then, and then he goes back to being Mitchell Trubisky, and they don't score forever. But, um, but yeah, just goes to show you how great that defense is, too. They played phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's time we stop talking about the Cleveland Browns. What do you think? Well, we'll always talk about them because we like to talk about not how bad anymore. they are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, well, maybe that's going to fade out, too. Maybe it's, it's the Cleveland Brown era is over of, of the – Before it even started. Yeah, yeah, it's a sad thing, but I think it's true. And we called that. We did call that last week. We uh, got beat up a little bit, AJ, I'm going to say. We, we we got hurt a little bit. My my lock, and I'll go right into it on my end of last week, what I saw, and I'll get into a little bit later on about another thing I saw was I watched that Casey Baltimore game. Because we talk a lot of, let's just say, for a lack of a better word, shit about Lamar Jackson. Well, you do. Uh, really, I believe you do as well. Well, I just said he's not as he's overhyped. I don't think he's bad. It's pretty much what I said. Oh and, no! You think well, he's- I think he proved he's not very good. He did it again. He threw two forty-yard balls that were just straight-up jump balls. They're really bad and. He can't throw the ball down the field, and he's a one-read guy. Watch him, guys. He's a one-read guy. He's got one guy in mind, how how your boy Sanchez used to be. And I get it. Young quarterbacks have that. One, two, three. You know how Brady is in their five. I swear to God, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady have like eight reads. I don't even know where they get the other guys from, but they do it. So watching him was just – because I'm sorry, I'm going to say it right. Hall of Famer. Patrick. Hall of Famer, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yes. Night and day. Not even close. I get it, but it, it wasn't even close. And they let them get back in the game. Just like I said last week, that, that was my only fear, that they would just be beating them easily and let them get back in the game, and everybody's going to be like, oh, uh, no, no. And so now I hate Kansas City a lot because – they're really good, but you got to put these teams away for me, guys. Come on, for me at least. Um, besides that, yeah, kind of basically what you said. People are showing their true colors a little bit around the league. I think that's what week three is all about, and we'll see what happens. 
All right, so that's the recap of week three. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our first segment. And I know you all missed it because we haven't done it in a couple weeks or a week. But we love this segment. And it's AJ Ryder with his segment of Relax. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. This week, Troy Aikman, relax. For those of you who don't know, uh, out on Twitter, a Kansas City, local Kansas City paper, or news bureau, put out on Twitter, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 36% of Troy Aikman's career touchdowns in about 8% of the games. Now, a big man would have, and a Hall of Fame quarterback who's won how many, ever many Super Bowls would probably give the young Patrick Mahomes, who's changing the game right now, uh, a little bit of credit. But instead, he got real salty uh, and kind of took offense to it. And put, in case you missed it, talk to me when he has 33% of my Super Bowl titles. Okay. So this is just down to me because I just don't like Troy Aikman to begin with. <laughs> have, and I never will. I think he he was not a good quarterback, and, he and the was, measurement he's of a terrible announcer. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Who is he on? What's he on Fox? Yeah, he needs. So to he's go. better than Dan Marino too, right? Is that what he's saying? Because Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. So anyway, probably, go on. He probably thinks that yeah. after after this tweet, that's kind of what I feel like. I mean, okay, I know it was a different era. But, dude, Troy, you didn't win those those Super Bowls, man. You had your you had a great team, and and you guys won the Super Bowl. But I mean, realistically, you were about as important to that team as Trent Dilfer was to the Ravens when they won the Super Bowl. The only difference is they kept you around and they cut Dilfer. Mm-hmm. This is not a talented, super talented quarterback. One time in his career, he threw over twenty touchdown passes. One time. That's it. Most of his most seasons he's played with them. Even in '96, when I think they uh, uh, had one of their better teams, this dude threw like 16 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Never won a season without double-digit interceptions. In an era where you had Marino, Favre, all Warren, these guys. Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Let's not forget <laughs> him. Um, Putting up numbers, I mean, that you couldn't ever compete with. And this, uh, and what's funny, because I looked this up, you take Aikman's best season, uh, the amount of attempts he had. He had 23 touchdowns. This was in 1992, uh, 470 attempts. If you take Patrick Mahomes' last year, go to, and he had 580. If you go to 470 attempts, which was about week 13, Remind you, Troy through 23. Patrick Mahomes had 44. Dude, <laughs> this is a guy who is so uber talented. He's literally reinventing that position right now. And he just, you don't hold a candle to him, man. You played on good teams. That doesn't make you that good. Like, congrats, man. That's good for you. But know your place. And just know that someone who's come, uh, was up, I mean, one year, one MVP. Uh, and is coming up and is going to be the face of this league now for a long time, and someone who's still involved with this league, give the guy some credit. 
I mean, be the bigger man. You don't need to even respond to the local Kansas City newspaper, dude. Like, just leave it be. Give Mahomes the praise. Uh, I'm sorry, Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes the praise <laughs> that he that he deserves, and and just relax, relax. All right. Yeah. No. No. I agree. That is, and weirdly, going after Troy Aikman. Good one. Coming out of nowhere with the Troy Aikman thing, and I do agree in a sense of. Why would he do it? it? It is a different league, though. I get it. He did his job. He did it well. Hardly. I would, but I would compare his stats more at that time to the other guys that were doing it, which they weren't even as good as. Not even. So good. yeah. So nobody can even you know say it's a different league because it is. It's a totally different league. It, why can't you just give him credit? That's just being an asshole. Sorry, Troy, but that's not cool. I get it. And if you're going to your Super Bowl rings, once again, how could you not have Dan Marino just go right back after him and be like, oh, hey, Troy, you think you're better than me? Like, if you're going to that well, that's, you know, the every fan, every person has that one, where it's Derek Jeter with how many rings does so-and-so have? You know what I mean? It's So they're better. It doesn't mean that, especially in football. My God. And yeah, he went to rings right away. First off, how long has he been in the league? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember Troy Aikman's first season? They won one game, right? No, they didn't win any. No, they won one. They won when he was a starter. Oh, when he was a starter. Okay, yeah. Well, they won one game his first year, I believe, against the Redskins or something. Like late in the year, too. But I mean, I could be wrong on that. But whatever it is. Come on, man. Oh, what 11. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it happens. And Mahomes, he's good. He's great. We'll see how his career is. In his first if, year. If Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes will never have numbers, a season where he threw nine touchdowns to 18 interceptions. Well, and if he doesn't ever win a Super Bowl, that does not mean he's not better than you, Troy. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, that's the biggest, weakest argument in the world. How many rings? And it's when somebody says that to me, well, how many rings? I just stop talking to them. You know what I mean? Like, like that matters. Amy, it does a little bit, but not that much. I mean, come I mean, on. I think Jordan's probably the only one you can argue. Like, he had the individual accolades and the championships. Really. Well, basketball is different, too, because it's five yeah, guys. Right. It's five guys. But you still, I mean, that's about the closest you can make to that argument. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a crazy thing. So, let me put it out there to the world again. How about this question? I think this is a good one, AJ. In quick fashion, you don't have to get into it. Who would you rather have? Well, not right now. I can't say right now, and I'm laughing. This is terrible that I'm laughing because now you probably know who I'm going to say. On your team, in their prime, Troy Aikman or Steve McNair? Oh, McNair in a heartbeat. <laughs> not even close. I'd like to throw it out to the world, see what they say. I, I obviously totally agree with you. Big Steve McNair fan. And, yeah, I, I kind of agree. And there's another guy with no Super Bowls that was pretty good. He wasn't great. He wasn't Patrick Mahomes. Steve McNair wasn't Patrick Mahomes. I'll say that right now. He wasn't. But was he better than Troy Aikman? I'm going to say yes. All right. So relax, Troy Aikman. Wow. Anybody else to say relax to? Or you were just fired up about Troy Aikman? No, I was just – I'm 
I mean, when you just try to go against that, when you just don't need to, when you, when That's someone, the biggest I mean, part. like, how many people come at Troy Aikman a day already and tell him he sucks? Because I mean, it does. I don't even uh, want to. I don't even want to come at Troy Aikman, but I feel like I have to at this point because <laughs> why do you pick on the kid? Just, just who cares, man? You know what I mean? And and what you're saying is ridiculous. You know, you're comparing Super Bowl rings. That's just embarrassing, dude. Putting Seriously. yourself in an upper echelon against a guy who's played one year in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> it's mean. You're like a bully. It's mean. I mean, I, Grant, he did it in defense to something that the Kansas City paper had already said. Yeah, but did Patrick Mahomes like, say it to like, him? Dude, you've been, you've been in the public <laughs> eye forever. Like, you know how to ignore that stuff. Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's not playing right now and he feels a little insecure and he probably, I feel like that's what it is. He knows these guys are better than him. And I mean, there's not a quarterback really in the NFL that we, you know, any pro bowl or all pro caliber quarterbacks in the top five or top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now who aren't more talented than he ever was to be honest. Yeah. And then maybe that hurts. Maybe that hurts him. So relax. Dude, just hang our... your head on your career and be cool with it. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, relax, Troy. And, but just, you're kind of the man. You won a bunch of Super Bowls with the Cowboys. You're a quarterback for the Dallas. You're the quarterback of America's team for. Yeah, for it's years, like the greatest man. position in the world besides maybe shortstop for the Yankees in America. I don't know. Um, it's close, though. Quarterback for the Cowboys might be like, you are. The During guy. their best era, because I mean, he's probably, I, dude, he's he's maybe the fifth best quarterback that franchise has ever had, to be Ooh. honest. Wow, we have to get into that another time because I'd like you to name four better Cowboys: hmm. Tony Romo, Staubach, Don like Meredith, that. and then Dak Prescott. All right, all right, that's probably. I'll it. even throw Danny White in there too. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Are they going to pull like Babe Laufenberger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did play quarterback for them, everybody. So anyway, relax, Troy Aikman. I agree. It's, that would have probably bothered me too. Maybe not as, as extreme as you, but I, I get it. I get what you're saying, AJ. Nice. All right. And that is Relax with AJ Ryder. All right, so we brought back Relax this week. Now, let's bring back another segment, and I'm looking forward to seeing how this actually goes. Oh, I'm, um, excited. I'm excited about this one. <laughs> so let's get into Randy's rant. Um, if you have kids listening, I would probably, uh, you know, earmuffs on that one. Um, so we're going to let Randy go off on pretty much whatever the hell he wants and um just so everyone knows we have not this has not been rehearsed it has been not scripted this is going to come straight off the top of uh whatever's in his head and uh odds are odds are most of it will get bleeped out or cut and uh yeah so here goes nothing i guess uh all right randy let's uh let's hear the rant May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Sit down and shut up. It's time for Randy's rant. Well, thank you for that beautiful introduction, AJ, by the way. Yeah, that was that was great. Thank you. Very flattering, by the way. All right, so 
I don't know what he's worried about, really. You know me. I'm pretty level-headed if you listen to me enough. But let me tell you something right that now. That sounded very forced, but okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get into something right now that's been bothering me for a long time. And it's nice to actually have an audience to talk to it about. The NFL, as much as I love it, and I bet on it, and if you bet on it as well, or you're a fan of it, just take into consideration every time that the NFL is fixed. And when I say fixed, I mean it's slighted in a certain way. You can't change a game totally. But when you hear people say, oh, you could call a holding penalty on every play. And guess what? They decide to do it sometimes. And this isn't sour grapes about anything. Or I'm not a New Orleans Saints fan, which let's look at that. L.A., New Orleans, who they want to go to the Super Bowl. But there is no doubt in my mind that they slight it a certain way. Think about this. Look back at the teams that have won. The biggest markets have won 80% of the Super Bowls. And that's only like eight or nine teams. That doesn't make sense. That's not luck. And let's not even get into the fact of we let certain teams do things like, all right, let's just say the New England Patriots. Tom Brady, oh, you don't take a big contract. Oh, that's so nice of you. And everything like that. But the owner's like his neighbor. Robert Kraft and him are boys. They probably go to the massage parlor together. I don't know. But all I know is TB12 is in the stadium. How is that not against the collective bargaining agreement? Hey, Tom, take $20 million a year for the next four years, and I'm going to give you $100 million to wash my car later on. I mean, come on, guys. Wake up. This isn't a fair system. And also, the NFL works just like every other sport that got caught cheating. The only difference is NFL is a billion-dollar corporation, which, of course, they slide it. What are you, crazy? They want certain markets to be there. Wake the fuck up. Come on, guys. Everybody should know this. I don't know if I'm yelling at you guys, and you guys do know this. But if you don't, just listen and just think about it real quick. When the NBA ref got caught, what did he say? They're corporate guys. That's what they want. They want, you know, certain teams on the officiating, they don't have to be told. It's not like they're ever going to get caught doing a text message, fix this game. They know what's best for the NFL, and they get those guys. Why do you think referees are attorneys and all these other things that they have a ton of money? So you can't, number one, pay them off if you're a nobody, but it's also people that will play ball. And you don't have to tell them to play ball. Hey, do what's best for the company. We all work with people like that, guys. Come on. We all know these people. And the same thing with these referees. It's sickening to me to see this happen. And listen, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I have a secret source. And I'm probably going to get We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. And that's all I'm saying. I mean, I heard it. I was sitting with him right there. So I'm just saying. All right. Okay. So that was interesting. Uh, You're right over there. Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. 
I'm good, man. All right. So, for um, uh, actually, you did better than I thought. There was no, not a lot of swearing. That's good, and um, not too much foul language. So that's uh, I'd say that's a win for us there. All right. All right. Good. <laughs> Glad you guys enjoyed that. Got through that. Cool. All right. And that is, I guess, uh, I don't know. Was it a rant? Yeah, I guess it was a rant. We have a special guest, AJ. Apparently, he is tailgating as we speak in the parking lot of Empower Stadium in Denver, Colorado. But before I get to that, first off, who knows that name of that field? Even saying that sounded weird to me. Well, yeah, everyone still says Mile High. I think it's actually like a retirement. It is Empower Stadium at Mile High. At Mile High. It's, yeah. like a, it's a retirement like investment company. Well, I that believe. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because that's what you do when you go to the Broncos. You retire. <laughs> Peyton and now Joe Flacco. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, all right, and yeah, anyway. All right, so this guy right here, AJ, he apparently has been tailgating since like Friday. That's right dedication. The, yeah, yeah. Right after the Jacksonville game. He's there to support his Jacksonville Jags. And apparently his main man, Gardner Minshew. It, is this right here? All right, hold on. His name is Jake Bortles. Wow. All right. Jake Bortles! Woo! I legally changed my name a couple years ago. Boy, that was dumb. Process of changing it again. Woo! Let's go, Jack. Speaking of names, let me correct you. It's Gardner Minshew the 11. Get it right. You know why he's 11? Because they made 10 before him and before they found the perfection. Woo! Let's go, Jack. Now, Jake, you realize it's Gardner Minshew the second, right? Woo! It don't matter. It's Gardner Minshew the 11 for me. When it's said it on his jersey, it doesn't matter. He's like the Highlander. There can only be one. Wow. Okay, um, you you sound very excited. It sounds like it's game day there right now. I know it's crazy. I'm sure he's the only one there too. That's the weird part. Uh, so let me ask you though. Speaking of that, why are you tailgating so early, Jake? Because that's what we do in Florida, baby. Let's go, Jags! Big week. It's a long week. The game's not till Sunday. I know, but all these Denver fans are pussies. Not one here. Yeah, I did some sightseeing the other things. I need to say one thing, though. This ain't Florida, man. It's like a Kid Rock concert, a fish concert, bread, and we get like you have weed here. Awesome. Guess what? We have it in Florida, too. We aren't obsessed with it, though. We just smoke the shit out of it. You know, we ride our box in Florida, too. Not for fun, though. It's because we all have seven DUIs. <laughs> We're out here, right, man? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, need, need, need I ask, what do you think about your new quarterback. Our quarterback Gardner? Are you kidding me? You have no ideas about the story I have about that man. My cousin grew up with him in the swamp. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure this will be good. Let's hear that. Well, first off, I'm sure you realize he has a mustache that came down from the Greek gods. Wow. Um, It's great. It's a great mustache. It's awesome for sure. Did you know people took shelter under there during Hurricane Dorian? More than they took shelter in the Superdome during Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think that's uh, really. Yeah. Thing. 
Okay, so let me get this right back. <laughs> Signed over your eight-year-old daughter to Gardner Minshew. Yes, that that's correct. And you haven't heard back from him yet, so. No, I'm still waiting on it. Say it takes a couple business days, but I, I hope I hope for Gardner and my daughter. They look like they they could be something special. She, Can we get she, Pete to look up the number to social services? She, she's eight. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, eight, 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 twenty-eight. Just a number in Gardner's eyes. Okay, um, so speaking of that, uh, my producer here, Pete, tells me that you, he just handed me a note, and he says uh, you actually knew Gardner Minshew growing up. Is, is, is this true? Can you tell us any crazy Gardner Minshew stories? Well, what, me and Gardner, we went to an all-boys high school, but it wasn't like that for Gardner. Let me tell you, one time we went to a party, and it was supposed to be just all boys just hanging out at the football practice. I go into the bathroom and he's having a full-on orgy with all the girls from the Catholic school. And I thought that was weird, but then I realized it was Gardner and I was like, yee-hee. <laughs> wow. Full-blown orgy at school. That's 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 crazy. Anything the only guy I know to pull it off. You must <laughs> You must know a little bit more about Gardner. Like what about his football career or anything? Let me uh, tell you something about Gardner's football career. One time he had a joint practice and he threw a screen pass to James Conner and he cured his cannon. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know they played on the same field together, but I joint guess practice, that, like, makes sense. that makes sense. Nah, the best part was it was doctor's order. The doctor said catch one pass from him and he'll be healthy. <laughs> wow, um, that's amazing. So you clearly followed his college career then? Yeah, I, I was his ball boy. But the kids on the other team call me his balls boy. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so that's amazing. Um, any other crazy stories about Gardner Minshew that you could give us? I mean, this is very insightful. And well, remember- a bunch of us Jacksonville fans, we wanted to fly over to Denver. But, you know, we don't really fly down in Jacksonville. So we just had Gardner throw a football, and we all climbed on it because he throws that ball so damn hard and far. So you, oh, did you have a layover? Was it like? <laughs> no, nah, it was a straight flat. Four out. Uh, oh, that. Four hour flight. <laughs> Flying first class, right there. Oof. Gardner Minshew. Um, so I, I take it you're you're a huge fan of that. Um, <laughs> anything else we need to know about Gardner? I mean, listen, I, I'm jealous of the mustache, AJ. You know, um, it's it's a pretty good mustache. Oh, I texted you last week. I told you I'm a fan of this guy after after seeing him get off that plane. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Garner had that mustache since about uh, fourth grade. And I'll tell you something else that people yeah. might not know. Mustache matches his pubes down low. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, um, That's what happens when you're a ball boy. <laughs> oh, because you were the ball boy. Oh yeah, the ball, the balls boy, the balls boy. Fantastic. Okay, well, we've learned a lot, a lot, probably more than we want to know about Gardner Minshew. From our, I think, I think Gardner also had an affair with my own mother, but he hasn't told me the truth about that yet. 
Would you be mad at your mom? No, I can see why she did it. You know, it just makes it a little complicated with me trying to give him my daughter and all. This is true. This is going to be one weird family tree. <laughs> yes. Garner, yes. I trust. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so I'll let you get back to your um, tailgating. And, uh, Woo, let's go, Jags! There you go. All right. They probably heard you all the way on Colfax Ave over there in Denver. And... Let's have a prediction from you. That's what we do on the show. Oh, so. prediction? I got, I got, I got 24-10 Jacksonville. Gardner going for 486 yards and six touchdowns, baby. Woo, Jacksonville! Wait, 24? Just let him, just, 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 just let him down. Yeah. That makes total sense. You heard it. I know. Much. That's why I said it. 486 yards and six touchdowns. 24-10 Jags. <laughs> All right. Well, no extra points. Oh. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was confused until you said that. Now I totally get it. Yeah. Now it's now it makes sense. <laughs> All right. With that being said, Jake Bortles. And by the way, Garden I meet you. There's eleven. That you're now your garden, Minshew the 11th. I was at the beginning. I just changed my name. <laughs> wow, that was good. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you heard it from uh, Garden Minshew the 11th. Um, thank you. And <laughs> well, this was educational. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And well, uh, we'll move on from that. Thank you, Gardner. Have fun. Hey, buddy. Be safe out there, okay? It's it's Denver. They, hey, have a blessed day, y'all. Safety you, first. You too, buddy. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Gardner. Well, that was uh, incredibly interesting. Um, live from Denver. Wow. Okay. Anyway, we're going to go right into our... Picks. We're going to give you two, everybody, and then we'll give you our, our locks later on. But these are other two games that we like a lot, but we love our locks. So we're going to start with AJ with give me your two picks for the week. All right. So I know, I know you know somebody who thinks I'm crazy for taking this team, I don't know what, three times now. But mm, they're two and one so far covering the spread. Um, first game I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Seattle, who's a five and a half point favorite right now at the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know why I can't get away from this team, but every time I find my way back, um, I'm picking them more so because of how the Seahawks are a talented team. They're much more talented than Arizona. Let's be honest. Um, but they just haven't, they don't play well right now. Not to mention this is a team, uh, in September now on their last 10 games, they are two and eight in the month of September against the spread two and eight. Um, and really they're two and one right now, but they really haven't looked that convincing so far. They're really kind of missing their trademark, uh, their strengths. In uh, the rushing game, Chris Carson really hasn't been – he's been average at best so far. And uh, their defense – and uh, I really think the defense in this one um, 
is kind of key. They've given up three, uh, 20 points at least in their, in their first three games. Two of those games, they faced a backup quarterback for most of the game, Mason Rudolph and um, Teddy Bridgewater. Their secondary is looking pretty shaky. And now they're going to go on the road, and they're going to face a team that just loves to throw the football because that's kind of all they do. Their pass rush has been, very, has been barely non-existent right now. They had one sack against the Steelers last week or two weeks ago. And then uh, last week, they didn't even touch Teddy Bridgewater. Didn't hit the ground once. One sack in two games. I think this is a really good opportunity for Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray to kind of come out with that air raid offense. I mean, I can talk about Kyler Murray and, and Arizona's offense again for the third consecutive week. Um, but I still think eventually this is going to be something that works for them. And I think this is a game where they are going to be able to prove it. I don't think they're going to win it, um, but I do think they're going to they'll, 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 uh, cover the five and a half, and I think it's going to be 28 to 24. 28-24. Wow, that's a close one on the five and a half. So, okay. So you'll, get, you'll take the five and a half and take the cards again. It's going to be a close game. Uh, it's, the last, five of their last six games have been decided by three points or less, including a tie, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, they always play each other tough. They always play each other close, and I think it's going to be same story, different day. All right. All right, so we have the cards getting five and a half from A.J. Ryder. Uh, what's the next one? The team I should have picked last week, Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. They are favored for the first time in like seven years, it feels like, uh, at home (laughs) against the Reds. Now, I want to get this out of the way first because I know this is going to be a key point to anybody who's looking at this game, and that's obviously the Giants are without Saquon Barkley. I don't think they're a lot worse off than they are with Saquon Barkley right now. Um, Wayne Gelman's coming in. I think he's a good duct tape player for them. And what I mean by that is I think he's a guy who's similar, not as talented, not as good, but similar in regards to how he runs and uh, comes out of the backfield, uh, the way he help, the way he helps uh, a block uh, for Daniel Jones, picking up blitzes, he reads defenses really well. He's just as valuable in that offense as a blocker as he is a receiver coming out of the backfield. I don't think it's going to hinder them that much. I know it sounds stupid saying that, um, but now defenses who normally have to game plan for Saquon Barkley have to game plan for something different, uh, and I think that's going to then allow uh, Gelman in the rushing game to be a little bit more aggressive and be able to put up a little bit more and help out Daniel Jones. When I look at these defenses, they look pretty similar and that they're both terrible, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, the Washington just, just gave up 35 points to the, the, the uh, Sid Luckman, uh, you know, reincarnated <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. And for those of you who don't know Sid Luckman, he's been the only Bears quarterback that's ever been any good, but he's also been dead for 30 years. Um, I don't know if he's dead. But what about Jim McMahon? Jim McMahon, <laughs> come on. He had one good season. 
He uh, golfs with no shoes on, though. He does golf with no shoes on. Um, he also retired a Packer. Um, anyway, going back to their defense, um, Philly, uh, Washington's offense did was able to get uh, a lead out against Philadelphia, and then, of course, they blew it in the second half. And, uh, I mean, again, we can go back to the Bears, but that was just bad. Uh, on the other hand, the Giants, I mean, they've played some quality, and I say quality with a little bit of hesitation, um, quality offenses thus far. And, again, we know they're bad, but it hasn't been terrible, really, um, as long as they can do what they have been doing against a terrible offense. Um I think they're able to hold this team to mm, 21 points. I think Case Keenum, I mean, again, has been playing fairly well. So let's put him at 21. But I do think the Giants offense behind Daniel Dimes is going to be able to put up um, about 31. So I'm taking the Giants as three-point favorites in this one at home. Nice. You're actually barely beating the spread, which is actually smart because Vegas is good, man. They're, they're good at their line, so it's usually pretty close. All right, so the Giants. Woo, any dimes. And you did go back and forth with that last week, I do remember, and I remember almost being disappointed that you didn't go with your gut because you talked about it a lot um, of, of the Giants in that one. So hear that, all the Giants fans out there? I'm on board, He's baby. On board. He's in the Danny, Danny Dimes era. and that oh, yeah. My we'll cousin, see, Daniel Jones. We'll see after tonight, which is Thursday, what that division is made of. Because the Packers blow out the Eagles. I'll tell you what. That's a bad division besides Dallas. And they could win some games. You know, you're going to give them maybe three if they beat Washington, they'll probably beat them again. I don't know. They could win a few games this year, which I don't know if the Giants fans like that because they might want another high traffic, but whatever. Well, Miami has them all anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely do. They should just have a fire sale, but they're a whole different ball game. But, about, okay. but enough about me. <laughs> Let me get your picks. Yes, so my picks this week, and they're somewhat simple. I would say in a sense of I didn't think it was that big of a deal on these picks. Number one, I tried to grab the Patriots early in the week. So Patriots at Bills, number one, and I'm going to take the Patriots. I usually would stay away from this game in the division. The Bills, they always play them tough, but then when you actually look at it, the Patriots are 9-1 and one in the last 10 games in their bad bad division of the AFC East. I mean, it's against the spread as well. So, I mean, it's, I just like the Patriots. I, I tried to grab them. It was, I think it started at six or six and a half. It's at seven and a half. Not crazy about that, but I also think they're two, three and O teams and Belichick will game plan for them. And if he has a lead, instead of letting them back in it, he will want to defeat the, them for even thinking, thinking they can win that division that the Patriots own. 
And that's really what it is. I'm not a Bills believer. I'm really not. Like, have they been really impressive at 3-0? and Are they the worst 3-0 and team in the NFL? AJ, don't you think so? Mm, you Packers, keep going. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong when you're done. Packers or them? Worst 3-0 and team. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> um, but I, I, I just, I'm not that impressed. I think the Patriots are going to want to prove a point. And they do it. Not that the Patriots actually have been terribly impressive either. I mean, they have been, but I mean, come on now. They've been 23 point favorites last couple of weeks. So, I mean, that's not great either, but it's still the Patriots. It's still the Bills. I'll take the seven and a half and think the Patriots will win by at least 10. So give me the Patriots on that with 10. No, well, I'll take the seven and a half. I think they'll win by at least ten. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I just don't think they'll let their. I don't think they're Kansas City with Baltimore last week. I really don't. I don't think, you know, Bill Belichick's not Andy Reid, and it's a he's going to prove a point here. To the Bills, like you think you can hang? No, you can't. All right. I want to jump in on your picks because this is fun for me. Okay, let me tell you why you're super wrong. Um, Yeah. Because, okay, can I would stay away from this game 100% because you, you started to get at it. We don't really know who the Patriots are this year. We want to put them on this pedestal because they're the Patriots, but who the f- have they played? The Dolphins, the Jets, and the Steelers team that didn't even look like they knew the season was starting. They thought it was a preseason game. We don't really know. We, I mean, we know they're good. But you, I mean, how quickly can we write off Buffalo for saying the same thing? We don't. We haven't seen New England really play because, because they're in the slightest bit in this in in so far in 2019. So how are you going to put? I mean, I'm. It's too early for me to say that this is the New England Patriots of last year or any better, any worse, because. I haven't seen them actually play a football game. I've seen them play practice games so far. The Bills, granted, haven't played a lot, but they beat a better Jets team, a better Jets team than the New England or yeah, New England played um, last week. I mean, they beat Giants who didn't play that bad, and they beat the Bengals who, again, aren't a great team, but they're playing pretty well. I, and you can say this all you want because somebody brought this up to me that Tom Brady's 30 and three against the Bills so far. Yeah. Tom Brady's like 30 and three against everybody. So who cares uh, what his record is? Again, new season. I think Josh Allen is not playing great, but he's number two right now in quarterback and rushing yards behind uh, your boy Lamar. And uh, he's getting better. This is a Bills team. I think it's not. Deserves, deserves a little more credit for being at 3-0 right now going into this game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, but they're still the Bills. I'm still taking the Bills. I'm, Patriots- I'm taking the Bills on this one. If I if I had to take this game, I'd take the Bills at 7.5. Yeah. I think it'll be closer. Well, I, you know, honestly, I, I, I probably will end up, to be honest with everybody, buying the point to 6.5. I just think the Patriots will beat them, and I just think – they're not going to let the Bills. I think they'll try to prove a point if they have to. I'll buy, I'll buy the point just in case. Even if it's a they're up one. Because you're nervous. And you also know that 
You haven't seen the Patriots play really this year. Well, listen, I've played the three extra preseason games. I watched the Patriots get blown out by the Tennessee Titans last year. So I know that can happen. I just think the Bills aren't very good at 3 and 0. I think they're definitely the worst 3 and 0 team. And I think everyone right now is riding high on this Patriots team that we don't know how good they are really yet, to be honest. True, true, but I think they're just at least a touchdown better than the Bills. So that's why I say it. Um, you're right. It's too, you don't know, but it's still Tom Brady against Josh Allen. And I got to go with Brady on that. So let me get to my second game. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Here's the thing. It should be a game I stay away from. Because everything you read about this game or learn about this game or know these teams it goes back and forth all the time. It is Monday and, night, by the way. It's Monday night. Okay. Yeah. Um, since he, against the f- spread, is on fire in their last seven games. But they haven't won any of those seven games. They're oh in their last seven. <laughs> but, so they get no love. So you got to look at that with the lines, kind of towards my rant. Love, love Vegas is pretty smart. Not smart enough, apparently, because everybody's going to get sucked in to bet the other team, being the Steelers in this game. But also, on the other hand, the Bengals are 5-13-1 against the spread in their last 19 against Pittsburgh. Cincinnati's 5-0 against the spread in the last, against the AFC alone. That goes beyond the seven. But they're 0-5 against their own division going past the 0-7 straight up. So it does go back and forth with everything. But I think AJ convinced me last week to think Pittsburgh's finding their groove to be an okay team, where Cincinnati is falling apart. Give me Pittsburgh. With the three and a half now, it's dropping. It's dropping. I know I just heard, I just got a text message about it, actually, that the money line for Cincinnati is the bet this week, and I know somebody's going to be doing that, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Just give me Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh. I'm not crazy. Here's the thing. I like a lot of these games, but I hate a lot of these games as a better. And these are, it was a tough week for me to pick two. Because this is the kind of week that I just am so unsure that I'll probably end up betting two games at the end of the day, my lock in one of these two, and living with that because I can see anything happening. But I just, I just think Pittsburgh's going to find their groove a little bit. And I know it's always close with them in Cincinnati. I just think Cincinnati's just not showing me anything this year at all. And maybe because I'm mad because every time I think they're going to cover or win, they don't. I feel you on that one. Yeah, so maybe it's a little bit of spite towards Cincinnati at this point. I keep betting them on the money line. And, yeah, obviously 0-7 in the last seven games doesn't help when you bet them on the money line the last couple of games. <laughs> so, yeah, give me Pittsburgh in the three and a half. Yeah, get out that terrible towel. Yes. Oh, ooh, ooh, I can't do that. Can't, I can't do that yet. So, anyway, so we have our 
two picks of the week are, are, are let's just say, good plays are two picks of the week. All right, so those are the picks of the week. Interesting. We'll see how that all works out for us. Right now, AJ, we have a caller calling in that I don't know if they can, um, let's just say, uh, up the last guy, but they're probably friends, these two. I'm just, I'm just saying. On the line is your old friend, Satan. Well, hello, boys. It's your old friend, Satan. <laughs> hey, bub. So, Satan, I'm, I'm guessing that you're probably calling about your New England Patriots. Oh, of course I'm calling for the Patriots. Every win they get, I get a little piece of every other NFL fan's soul. <laughs> and your main man, guys, I'm eating. Yeah, so they were in the news all week, uh, getting rid of uh, old AB. Oh, I know. What an idiot. I figured you of all people would kind of be a fan. You know what? I'm honestly not a big fan of his. I, I gotta say, not a big fan. Bro, you're Satan. I mean, Prince of Darkness. Come on. That's a little harsh. Oh, hell no. That guy is an asshole. Seriously, and I deal with a lot of assholes. That guy, whoa, he's an asshole. Look, even Al Davis told me the other night over dinner that that was a bad move for the Raiders to sign him. Hmm, think of that. Oh, Al Davis is in hell. That makes sense. Ugh, of course. Every Raider from the 70s and 80s are here. Hmm, interesting. Makes sense as well. So, Satan, I'm guessing you're calling to give us a prediction, maybe? Oh, yes. Thanks for asking. Finally, I have a prediction for you, and it will be my New England Patriots will easily cover this spread against Buffalo. Seven and a half points. Come on. That's easy. Although, guys, I do love Buffalo. I'm just saying. Do love that city. Just, just throwing that out there. Okay, Satan. Patriots cover the seven and a half. All right. Hey, I agreed with that, Alex. By the way, it's, it's, you did. I know. Yeah, I'm me, the odd man. Me, I'm the I'm the odd man out here. Yeah, me and Satan, same page. Oof. I don't know. <laughs> That's good or not? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to hear from you, buddy. I'll see you Thursday or uh, next Thursday at poker. Oh, always a pleasure, guys. And just remember, guys. I have your rooms ready. <laughs> Cheerio. Did you notice he said once again like he'd have our rooms ready? I don't know how this goes every time. Well, but, I didn't uh, tell you this, but we were actually invited to a uh, a potluck, uh, but it's at the the Hilton downtown. So I don't know if you want which to. Is, go. All right, which is basically hell. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, downtown. All right, that makes sense then. Total makes makes sense. All right, that was Satan, ladies and gentlemen. Always a pleasure to have him on. Good guy. Not really. Not at all. And now it's time for our underdogs with a big bite. (laughs) This week, AJ, and we're going to talk this out a little bit, so bear with us. Mm. We've come up with a little... Little game we're going to play with our underdogs with a big bite. 
And this is our segment where we take, usually we take any team over five and a half points and say which team has the best chance of winning. We're going to turn this a little bit into any underdog and turn it into a little bit of a competition. We're, we have four, let's just call us, well, I'm going to call us the pros and see what you guys do against us. We're going to call ourselves the pros. Well, I'm going to call me the pros, AJ, more of an amateur. But we're going to go. I was go. the only one who was a professional athlete at one time. So Yeah, well, that's true. He got, he got, paid, uh, he got paid $20 to play softball on a team one time. So by definition, that. that also counts. that, yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're going to say we have our four guys. And the fans are going to have another pick. And let's just say, AJ, the first person. Who, what do you think, tweets, Instagram, you're better at this stuff than me. Where do they have to post their pick, their underdog? You will represent the fans, the first person out there. We might make changes later on if we get a lot of them, and maybe it'll be the majority. Who knows? But as of now, first person out there that puts it on what, AJ? So we'll do it like this. Each week, the fans rep representative is going to be selected by, uh, at the same time, we will tweet out or put on Instagram at keeping it GED. Uh, I'll announce something stupid or funny that I'm going to post. And then the first person to respond to that um, with the comment, um, what do we say? Uh, this week will be Danny Dimes. First person to, to comment Danny Dimes on a picture I'm going to post of Daniel Jones on our Instagram and Twitter will be the representative for this following week uh, in the contest. Okay, great. So they just have to give us our, their pick. We will mention them. Hmm? This week we'll mention them on the website well the the twitter or instagram will mention what their pick was along with kenlaw then we'll put those out there now next week we will tell you their picks as well and at the end of the year here's the deal if the fans win we will have four choices of things that we'll have to do and i think It'll be great. And us for we'll, we'll be playing for mostly bragging rights because we like to talk a lot of shit to each other and probably a decent yeah. idiotic thing. So our live, li- our, li- yeah. our live long shots we're going to do if uh, one of us wins, one of the pros, uh, the other three are going to have to come up with an essay uh, about how fantastic the winner is and how they're the champions of the universe and they know everything about football and videotape it and send it to and our videotape it as yeah. well and now place. if in a theater fans win uh, collectively um we're going to give you guys we'll give everyone an opportunity to select something that they want to see us do say on the air uh something stupid they want us to see us do i don't know anything you want to do to humiliate us within reason obviously uh can't be illegal um Oh. Be, like absurd what is this uh, yeah yeah right uh something stupid i don't know make randy like walk on a fire pit because that'd be funny um or something. oh yeah that's great yeah Good. uh make him do whatever you want to do and uh for now it's all about just winning whoever has the most of the fans 
I think no matter what, we bring them on the show. Whoever has the most points of the fans. If somebody does it twice, even if they do it once and they hit a big one, we're going to bring them on. What do you think? If they want to come on, I don't know. They probably are embarrassed by even listening. As long as they keep giving us their picks, but they're only going to be the fans, count for the fans' points that one week that they're... Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm saying the big fan winner, like the one that got the most points, or... Oh, okay, the one who picked the longest shot and won. Yes, yeah. So, either way, all right, fans, doesn't matter. You guys aren't going to win. You're not going to beat... You'll probably beat AJ. Let's face it. And let's, maybe face we, it, let's face it, the fans in you are far inferior to me. Wow. Do you hear that, fans? So, I kind of like Ron, though. Ron's I have a, I have a, I have a, yeah, he's pretty good. I have, I have a crowd now behind me. So, not much of one, but it's still a crowd. Yeah. Anyway, I, let's, I can uh, hear all the boos. Yeah. So, let's go right into it after that long intro of what yeah. we're doing. If yeah, anybody, mine'll be, yeah. Well, mine's going to be quick. I already kind of talked about it a lot. Um, Bill's, Seven and a half. I'm going to take that all day long as my long shot. Again, I just don't think New England has really proven to me that they're the New England of that everyone's worried about. So I'm going to go with the Bills this week. You're going to go with the Bills. Now, we have kind of a predicament now since what you told me um, about what the other guy's pick was. You can pick the same as him if you want. I know, and I think... I am going to, which if, if nobody listened before, I am going to take the Oakland Raiders against the Indianapolis Colts. I am, I think the AFC South is, is a tough division. We've talked about, I think it's just a tough division. I think all the teams in it are good. I don't know if any of them are great, but I think they're all good. Do I think Indianapolis is better than Oakland? Yeah, I do. But I think of any of the teams, they're getting seven right now, right? Seven? Yeah, seven. I got to go with that seven. You know what? I'm not going to do it because that <laughs> was my pick before, and I'll tell you why, but we changed the rules, right? That yeah, it doesn't have to be seven. Under, all right. So I'm going to take my Tennessee Titans. Okay. At so how about that that switch of fate right yeah well we changed changed the game up on me and and i'm gonna go with that underdog tennessee i don't think they're as bad as what they look like and they're a streaky team i don't think atlanta's good at all i think like you said last week it's one of those teams that we just think are good and they're not i think tennessee's gonna run the ball down their throats hopefully hopefully they're talking about Tannehill. just want to throw that out there Talking about Tannehill, and I'm okay with that, believe it or not. Run it down their throats, give it to Superman, and let him go. And I'll take Tennessee at the four. Now, is it, it's got to be what it goes off at the time, correct? Because yeah. if Tennessee goes down to like one, do I only get one point? Then you're screwed. So I get one point, as long as they're not favored. All right, so I'll take Tennessee, and I'll take the four, and I'll take an early lead on all you guys. Because Buffalo's not winning, and the Oakland's probably not going to win either. Give me Tennessee. I'll take the four-point lead over everybody. Just rolling right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there. They look great. Anyway, so I'll give me the Titans. Now that's my. There it is. So Ken, I've got the Raiders. I've got the Bills. You've got the Titans. 
Yes. And then we'll get I have to get Ron's pick. All right. We'll do that. We'll get that. And so that's our underdogs with a big bite. I guess the game show edition. <laughs> now. All right. Good. All right, everybody. This is the time. The time you've been waiting for. Probably just fast forwarded through the other nonsense just to get to these locks, but you shouldn't have did that. But Good I understand call. because yeah, because I understand. It's now time for our locks of the week. AJ, let's start with you. Doing pretty well this year. We both got punched in the face a little bit last week, but our locks have been doing really well. What do you have this week? What is your lock of the week? All right. So this week's lock. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with our man. What was his name? Was it Jake Bortles, Gardner Bortles, Gardner uh, Minshew, the 11th? It was Jake gonna, Bortles. Oh, Gardner I'm going to take yeah. the Jaguars getting three points as Minshew Magic comes to Mile High Stadium, baby. Or empower or whatever endeavor. Uh, um, there is a man in handcuffs in the back of a police car right now that's very happy about your pick. So happy, yeah. Um, I mean, Minshew's right now in what six quarters of play. Dude's completing seventy-five percent of his passes, five touchdowns to one interception, coming off a really impressive uh, performance against what is sometimes a really good Titans defense. Uh, not all the time, but you know sometimes. Uh, he's backed by, I really like Leonard Fournette in that backfield. I really do. I think he's a good runner. I think he typically runs into a brick wall behind his offensive line, but that was before. I think now that Minshew's back there, his presence has been known. People have to actually plan to stop him as well. And now I think this offense becomes a lot more dynamic and especially coming up this against this Denver defense, who's given up 110 yards per game so far this season. I think this is a great opportunity to not only see uh, some more Minshew magic, but again, Leonard Fournette uh, really carry a lot more of the load and take some of it off him. Um, they're taking on a defense that has not yet forced a turnover in this in the first three games. This is the Denver defense everyone touts. Everyone always wants to talk about zero takeaways so far in three games. One sack. One. Uh, they just have not shown up so far this year. I mean, they gave up 24 points to the Raiders, 16 points to Chicago, which is about the equivalent of giving up 35 points to any other team in the NFL. And uh, then 27 points again to the Packers, um, who really, let's face it, this Packers offense hasn't exactly clicked a lot this year, and they still gave up 27 points. On the other side, the Jags defense, I'm not going to get into the whole Saxonville yet. I think they went against the Titans defense or offensive line that was banged up and really isn't that good anyway. Um, but again, nine sacks in the game, that's pretty impressive. Um, but this is also the defense that held the potential best offense, potentially the best offense in the NFL and the Houston Texans to only 13 points, 13 against, uh, Deshaun Watson and the boys. That's pretty good. I don't care who you are. Um, they did give up 40 points in the first game, but again, that was against hall of famer, Patrick Mahomes. No one holds him to 
you know, less than 30 points. So that's yeah. actually not that actually 40 points isn't bad. <laughs> I just, I pretty good. I'd yeah. say they played pretty well there. Did you hear that, Troy Aikman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, trust me. It. Trust me, Troy. They were holding you to a lot less. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's funny. Um, I love it. I love it. it a lot of good points um, with that. With, you know, good good call on that. Without Luan on Tennessee's offensive line, that really hurts without their bookends. And they're up the middle still. You can sack them all day. They look good, though. Uh, Denver's defense has been incredibly overrated, even when people thought they were really great. They talked about them like they were the greatest defense of all time, and they weren't. Weren't even close. So they, they're still living off of that, and they're just not that good. Do they, they still don't have a sack, correct? No. Yeah. I One. Mean, One. Yeah, and how are you going to sack Minshew? I mean, let's face it. We already heard about him today. It's almost impossible to do just because he's like a unicorn. You can't find him. Um, but I, I like it. I like it. I do agree that ja- I think Jacksonville's in a super tough division. Like I said before, I think that South is tough. I think it is. I think they're going to prove it. I think Indy's going to beat a lot of teams. The Texans are going to beat a lot of teams. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. So, but I think, and I think Denver's in that. Everyone's going to go eight and eight. I, I totally think eight and eight might win that division. They might all go eight and eight. You might be absolutely right. And yeah, and Denver's just not a street fight type of team right now. And I think Jacksonville is without Jalen Ramsey. I like it. I like your pick a lot. I like it. So that is, say it. Lock it up. Lock of the week, baby. You lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right, so I'll go right on to my lock of the week, and we're staying in the same division. I'm going to take A.J. Ryder's sometimes favorite team, the greatest offense in the NFL. Potentially. Potentially. I'm sorry. Potentially the greatest offense in the NFL, which I think every team could be potentially. Maybe not the Bears, right? Well, yeah. Um, The Houston Texans. We have liftoff. Giving four and a half points to the Carolina Panthers at home. And I listen, I like Kyle Allen. I think, I, I mean, let's talk a couple things out there, everybody. I want to hear the comments if you guys feel the need to do it, which I think you should. I like Kyle Allen, and, and do we see Cam Newton again if Kyle Allen starts playing well? Because, I don't know, he's, he's pretty good. He looked good. I might rather have on my team than than Cam Newton as of right now. McCaffrey's well, what do you do with a quarterback making that kind of money sitting on the bench? You cut him. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's well. I mean, I'm just saying that's what they would do if that was the case. Uh, you know, they're paying both guys anyway this year, so I, I don't know. Um, it, it might be something that they look into. We'll see what happens. But I do like him, and I think there will might be something going on there. But I don't know. They love Cam Newton, so who knows. But McCaffrey's definitely loving it without Cam there. I mean, they kind of showed that, you know, you know, he gives them the ball more. Anyway, um, I like, I do like the quarterback. I do, I don't think Carolina's that terrible. I think they were just trying to find themselves, and Cam Newton's not the same Cam Newton. Their offense is built around him to be that guy, and it wasn't. I think Houston's a lot better than that four and a half against Carolina. I don't understand this. Deshaun Watson is, let's face it, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. He really is. He's winning me over every week. Looked good last week. 
stands in that pocket, chucks the ball around. And you know me with the AFC versus NFC. I'm big on that. I'll take the AFC team against the NFC team. And I think they're in a tough South division. 47 and a half points is the over-under. Um, give me Houston at four and a half. I think Houston beats them pretty handily, honestly. Like, And I think it'll be like a 21 to 7 game. And that's my lock of the week. Lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. 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 I like that one, too. I like how you liked mine, and I liked yours. Um, just because this was a game, if I didn't want to talk about Daniel Jones so much, this would have been the game I threw in there and my pick, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the yeah. only reason I hesitated on that, again, was Daniel Jones. And um, Texans aren't notoriously great against the spread. They're okay, um, and especially so far this year. But, um, I mean, you know me. I jumped on that Deshaun Watson bandwagon a long time ago, so... I'm about it, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm all in on that one. Yeah, no, I do, and I, I do. Same thing with the Jaguars with me. It was like one of those I kind of wanted to do. I felt like you were going to do it. I felt also like, you know, it's tough for me to even root for the Jaguars ever, being a Titan fan. But then again, I took Houston, so but how maybe can you I'm not a root for Gardner Minshew. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Somebody in a yeah, as I say that somebody in the back of well, he might be in the uh, station by now. He's let's at. say his let's say his name right, American hero Gardner Minshew. Okay, <laughs> Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes and American hero and American hero Gardner Minshew. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, I guess that'll about do it for our show for the day. I'm sure it's probably been way too long. Oh, so long for you for everybody. But I think we had some good guests on today. Um, Jake and Satan, always good to hear from those guys. Well, one of them. Yeah, we won't even <laughs> guess which one that is. Kind of the same guy, really. Uh, so if you guys are listening on whatever you're listening to on, keep listening. Hit that subscribe button. Tell us what you think. Hit the comments. Hit the likes. Do whatever. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, Anchor. Follow us on Twitter at KeepingItGED, where AJ keeps that going on and makes silly things all the time, I guess. What are they called? Tweets. Tweets. I get bored a lot. Yeah, so you you can always hear from him. If you want to go back and forth, it's a lot of fun. Make sure you're looking out on Twitter and then Instagram at KeepingItGED. For the picture, I'm going to tweet about uh, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, when you see it, be the guy who could be the guy or girl. I'm sorry. Who comments with Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. You guys heard it. Danny Dimes, see the picture, and you guys will be the next. You, the person who does it, will be the next person who gives us the underdog with a big bite and represent very well. Beat us. That'd be great. You won't, but that's a chance right. to win $10,000. Yeah, maybe, he's just maybe, giving out money at this point. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun. Also, answer the questions that we asked. I forgot what. Oh, who would you take right now in their prime, Steve McNair or Troy Aikman for the year? Dumb Curious to hear yeah. what that would be. Um, also, I wanted to throw another one out there. Nick Foles comes back. 
And you're Jack. I want to hear from Jacksonville fans here if we can ever get any of those. Who do you want in there? Could Nick Foles be once again? We don't, we'll back? just ask uh, Gardner Minshew the 11. Oh, we know what he's going to say. He's already, he'll have to change his name back to Nick Foles by then. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, let us know what you think. We're always around. So, all right, guys. For me, G. Randall Johnson, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at G. Randall Johnson, at G. Randy L. Johnson. And obviously, A.J. Ryder, tell them where you're at. I'm at keeping a GED. Hit us up on there. Don't worry about mine. You get on You get on that one. Give us a follow. Talk yeah, to I agree, us. I agree with that. Then you'll figure out where we are from there. Because we're probably the only two people talking back and forth. It's true. So, all right, for G. Randall Johnson and A.J. Ryder. Later, guys. Be good to each other. Have fun. Win some money. Do whatever. Be good. See you. See you later, everybody.